Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocked big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, Notorious RBG, The Life and Times of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a biography of late Justice Joan Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The name Ginsburg is now fixed in the public consciousness. She was the second woman, the first Jewish woman, to serve on the United States Supreme Court. After her death due to cancer on September 18, 2020, the White House lowered its flag at half-mast in her honor. Ginsburg transcended the legal field long before she passed and became an American cultural icon. Biographers have been retelling her storied career in documentaries, books, and films. People printed her image on t-shirts and greeting cards and some loyal fans even tattooed her face on their arms and named cocktails after her. Before Ginsburg became a pop culture icon, some liberals had called her out because of her advancing age and urged her to retire, hoping that Obama could appoint a younger liberal successor. However, Ginsburg refused to step down. Already in her 80s and after surviving two cancer diagnoses, she had become more gaunt than ever. However, she insisted on keeping her clothing and hair meticulous. The eyes under her glasses looked as steely and composed as ever. She never shied away from boldly voicing her dissent, whenever the court ruled in the conservatives' favor. She fought for equal citizenship privileges for minorities until the last moments of her life. Ginsburg's integrity, kindness, strength and courage have energized many. Ginsburg's fans affectionately called her the notorious, RBG, as an homage to deceased rapper Christopher George Lator Wallace, better known as the notorious B.I.G. Born to a middle-class Jewish family in the United States, Ruth Ginsburg grew up in an era of prevailing discrimination against women. Despite her struggles, she made her way to the pinnacle of the American judicial system. In this bookie, we will summarize her legendary life in three parts, to understand her profound impacts on affirmative action and legal advancements in the United States. We will also delve into the internal and external factors that led to her success. Part 1, Ginsburg's Major Accomplishments, Promoting Affirmative Action and Gender Equality. Part 2, Internal Factors that Led to Ginsburg's Success, A Gentle Yet Strong Character. Part 3, External Factors that Led to Ginsburg's Success, Winning Hearts with Wisdom. Part 1, Ginsburg's Major Accomplishments, Promoting Affirmative Action and Gender Equality. Increasingly, women have been setting aside their previous assumed roles of housewives and homemakers to pursue their dreams. Women are now entitled to rights that were formerly the sole privilege of their male counterparts. However, women were not simply given equal rights. Rather, it took generations of women's liberation pioneers to achieve the rights they enjoy today, and Ginsburg was one of the most prominent among them. Her career life and undying efforts made lasting impacts on the politics, justice system, and society of the United States. After her death, former U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton tweeted, Justice Ginsburg paved the way for so many women, including me. There will never be another like her. As a woman born in the early 20th century, Ginsburg experienced firsthand how women endured discriminatory treatment. Born in 1933, she grew up in a culture that expected women to be housewives and mothers. When she was a student at Harvard Law School, Ginsburg was one out of only nine women in a class of more than 500 students. 
Her examination building did not provide restrooms for women. Some of the college's reading rooms even barred women from entering. Although Ginsburg graduated at the top of her class, she suffered numerous setbacks before she could land a job because of her gender, but her hardships would only strengthen her resolve to fight for women's rights. Ginsburg successfully argued six landmark cases before the Supreme Court in the fight for women's rights, before she was selected to be a Supreme Court justice. One of these cases was the famously documented Reed v. Reed decision. The case overturned a law from the state of Idaho which automatically gave fathers precedence over mothers when administering a deceased child's estate. Sally Reed, an Idaho woman whose husband had subjected her to physical and verbal abuse, disputed his request to claim their son's estate after his suicide. The husband, Cecil Reed, had long abandoned his family by that time, but the court ruled that it would be Cecil, instead of Sally, who would be the benefactor of their son's belongings. In her landmark case, Ginsburg asserted that the law should not discriminate based on an individual's physical attributes. Genders and races are innate and unalterable. Gender discrimination, like racial, shall be subjected to judicial review and treated with equal gravity. Ginsburg also pointed out that one's ability to manage estates has nothing to do with gender. After the court's ruling, laws would no longer give men preferential treatment over women while administering estates. Therefore, the state's law was ruled unconstitutional, and state laws discriminating against women and depriving them of their natural rights were prohibited. In their final ruling, the Supreme Court sided with Sally Reed. This case was the first time the Supreme Court struck down a law that supported discrimination based on gender. Since the United States judicial system practices the doctrine of precedent, the Reed v. Reed decision has profoundly impacted the subsequent ruling of similar cases in the lower courts. That is why the decision is often hailed as a legal milestone in advocating equal legal status of women. At this point, we may think that Ginsburg was only concerned with women's rights, but that cannot be further from the truth. When the host of a dinner party remarked that she had worked for women's liberation in her introduction to Ginsburg, she immediately retorted by saying, it is not women's liberation, it is women's and men's liberation. That reflects another of her most cherished beliefs, Gender discrimination harms not just women but for everybody. We shall prove she held this point of view by looking at the case of Weinberger v. Weizenfeld. The appellee of the case, Stephen Weizenfeld, was a homemaker, looking after his family. His wife, Paula, was a teacher whose taxes paid into the Social Security Program, a social insurance program run by the federal government. Sadly, Stephen became a widower when Paula died during childbirth of an amniotic embolism making Stephen the sole provider for their newborn son. According to the law, only widows were eligible to collect the program's benefits for raising minors, whereas widowers were not. In Ginsburg's brief to the Supreme Court, she wrote, Just as the female-insured individual's status as breadwinner is denigrated, so the parental status of her surviving spouse is discounted. Ginsburg emphasized the absurdity of denying Weizenfeld social security benefits because he was a widower and not a widow. The program's benefits would have permitted him to take care of his infant son. Ginsburg went on to argue that Weizenfeld's son, Jason Paul, was also victimized by the law because it includes children with dead mothers but excludes children with dead fathers. Ginsburg won the case but some of her feminist allies were perplexed and angered by her frequent handling of cases with male plaintiffs. 
However, Ginsburg believed that the gender stereotypes that long plagued United States history subjugated both males and females. Ginsburg's vision was a policy of neutrality that would ensure equal treatments of both sexes and eliminate artificial constraints that had hitherto shackled men and women to their historical roles. To Ginsburg, women can be breadwinners and men can be caregivers. The law was denying them the chance to fulfill their potential as being a human. Before we end this part of her story, let's look at another one of Ginsburg's impressive achievements. This one explains one of the causes of her immense popularity. In her later years, her restrained, moderate persona was replaced by that of a fierce dissident. She frequently voiced her dissenting opinions in the hope of swaying public sentiment for reforming the equal rights movement. What is dissent? The Supreme Court makes decisions based on a majority vote. At least five of the nine justices must be in agreement to draft the final opinion. Justices who disagree may file a dissent or slip opinion to voice their disagreement. Shelby County v. Holder was a case about election fairness. Conservative justices invalidated Section 4B of the Voting Rights Act, enacted by the Constitution to protect voting rights. The particular section was found to be unconstitutional because it made it difficult for people of color and the poor to vote. Ginsburg thought that the ruling would hamper future progress towards solving cases of discrimination in elections and neglected the original purpose of the Voting Rights Act. She wrote in her dissent, throwing out preclearance when it has worked and is continuing to work to stop discriminatory changes is like throwing away your umbrella in a rainstorm because you are not getting wet. Ginsburg didn't voluntarily choose to become a revolutionary, the choice was thrust upon her. Justices of the Supreme Court are nominated by the president and confirmed by the Senate. A Republican president will typically nominate conservative justices, while a Democrat president will usually nominate liberal justices. This tradition indirectly influences and shapes the ideological leanings of the Supreme Court and has enormous repercussions on society at large. The nomination of two conservative judges during Bush's presidency tipped the political balance of the Supreme Court to the right. In many cases this imbalance caused the liberals to lose 4-5 to five to the conservative majority, and the difference between conservatives and liberals could get more lopsided with the next president. Moreover, the conservative leanings of the Supreme Court had hampered the advancement of racial equality, reproductive rights, health care and protections for workers while giving corporations even more power and political influence. The freedoms that Ginsburg had been fighting for were in a precarious position. It was at this point that she became a great revolutionist. From 2009 to 2014, Ginsburg voiced many dissenting opinions in cases, involving gender and race issues to fight for the rights of the minorities. This concludes the content for Part 1. In this section, we discussed Ginsburg's legal achievements. She devoted her life to promoting affirmative action and eliminating gender equality. She argued that both men and women should be freed from the shackles of gender stereotypes. In her later years, Ginsburg became a great revolutionist to remind her colleagues and countrymen, that what the Constitution called the people of the United States was yet to include people of all classes, genders, and ethnicities. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.